Welcome to the MedMan Podcast, a podcast focused on helping you level up your practice. I'm Jesse Arnoldson. And I'm Jay Holmes. Through interviews with some of the most successful leaders in the industry, we help uncover resources, tools, and ideas to help you level up. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed today's program. Hello, and welcome to the MedMan Podcast. Today, we have a special interview, and we're joined by McKenna Little of MedMan. McKenna has been working for MedMan for the past year and as a young administrator, works for three different clinics and spreads her time amongst them all. McKenna, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jesse. Happy to be here. So McKenna, you're a newer administrator, about Mm -hmm. what, about a year? Yeah, about a year. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey from school to where you're at right now, and then we'll get into maybe some of your tips on how to kick your career off the right way. Yeah, so I after school or high school, made the decision to go to Idaho State University in Pocatello, which is, it's funny how I ended up that way because all through high school, I told my parents that I was never going to go to a school that was cold because I absolutely hate the cold and winters. And (laughs) so I went and toured a bunch of schools in California and Southern Utah and just kind of found myself back in back in Pocatello and ended up there. One, because I wanted to go into pharmacy school and that was one of your really only options. But yes, yeah, so I moved to Pocatello and had my first year as an undergrad going towards a pharmacy degree. And after I took Bio 101, I figured out really quickly that that was not the path for me, not my personality. I don't like science as much as I thought I did. And the the idea of having to take organic chemistry was just not going to happen. So I took a step back and did a little soul searching of what I wanted to do. And someone brought the idea to me of healthcare administration because I was, I was thinking of going just into regular business, but I really loved the idea of being a part of the healthcare industry. And I love people and I love caring for people. And so this was a way to do that just from a different avenue. So I got my undergrad in healthcare administration, and then I ended up moving back to Meridian, which is where it's from, and jumped right straight into their master's of healthcare administration as well. I just finished that up last May and started working for MedMan. I was actually working for MedMan while I was finishing grad school as an intern. Um, helped start up Thrive Pediatrics, which is the pediatrics clinic in Meridian as an intern. And then also helped start up another family practice during that time. And so now finished with school and took on full-time administrator role at Riverstone Family Health, the family practice, another family practice in STAR, and then helping out with the operations at Thrive. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we're very familiar with Thrive Pediatrics, right? Yeah. Uh, well, McKenna, you know, as a part of this episode, I wanted to focus on maybe the the top two or three things that, you know, helped you successfully launch your career into practice management. You know, what are the things you did before? What maybe are the key things that you do now that help you? And then we can just maybe get into the the pitfalls and, and, you know, top piece of advice. Uh, so what did you do you know, you didn't just graduate and land into practice management, right? Like what was the path that got you there? Yeah, I wish it was that easy of a a route to take, but practice management is something when you get out of school, you start looking at jobs and really the option is you have 
10 years of management and leadership experience, or you start out as a receptionist. Those are kind of your options. And so I got, I figured that out at an early stage of my schooling career. And so, and that just wasn't going to work for me. And so (laughs) I, I decided, well, I'm going to get a job as a receptionist right now. And I'm going to figure out the system of how these businesses operate. And so I did that. I got a part-time gig at a physical therapy clinic and Mm -hmm. just scheduling patients, learning the insurance system. And then I I moved into a a different billing role within that clinic as well and got to learn about the revenue cycle and denials and how to follow up with, with payers and with patients. And then actually took on their marketing position as well and learned that whole side of the business. And another thing that I think was a a key aspect of where I am at now is I was really involved in our student association. So at Idaho State, we have um, a student association of healthcare administrators. And in that, we bring in guest speakers all the time. There's just a ton of networking events. It's how you can get connected with different mentors. And I think that was a a key aspect in getting me to where I am right now is because I was able to just put myself out there and try and meet as many people as I can, get my my name on their radar and trying to just create those relationships. Mm -hmm. So when it came to me getting out of school, I was able to land an internship and have built a relationship with someone that they were willing to take a chance on me as a as a young person that knew she wanted to be somewhere but didn't have any of the experience yet and not, was not nearly ready to to manage a team of people right and so i think that those were some of the biggest things that i did yeah yeah i know McKenna that we met well before you came on to MedMan. I think we met back when I was managing a practice in Pocatello and actually got to come and hang out with that that student association. But that wasn't the first time, you know, we we met, we talked a little bit, but that didn't go anywhere, right? Uh, no. no, I met no. you in the, the basement of the arthritis clinic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it didn't, it didn't go anywhere at that time. But what I admired was, you know, a year or two later, you had maintained a connection. And you had come back again and again, you know, asking for advice or asking for connections to different places. You continue to massage that relationship. And that was, you know, what I saw is, you know, lots of lots of students reach out once. And, and if it's not an easy, you know, if I'm not offering a job right away, you know, they move on to the next thing. And, and that was something I admired. And you, you were persistent in your connections and you followed up and you you know, you really work to network how you should. And that was what stood out to me and to the rest of the people at MedMan when we uh, were able to bring you on in a, on an internship. And so students that hopefully are listening to this and young careerists, that's, that's important. You know, it's not just a quantity numbers game of how many people can you meet one time. It's, it's quality over quantity in, in the relationship mm-hmm. game. Yeah, totally. And I think too, as a student, Idaho State's great and the healthcare administration program's awesome. The professors come from real life or people who are working, have worked in the industry. And yeah. so I think it's a different, different take on schooling than what you normally get. But right. they do, they portray it as you're going to graduate and you're going to be this director of a hospital system type right. of Right. 
And so students graduate and are like, yeah, I'm ready. I put me in coach, you know, and they're not, they're not willing to do the, the grunt work of it and uh, be an intern, not get paid, do boring projects or, or do things that aren't always fun, but there right. you learn. And that's how you, you build those experiences and you build that knowledge base. So when it comes to getting a job that people can look at you and see that you, you are willing to put in that work and willing to, I guess, just say yes to everything. Yeah. I think that's what I've found. It, it sometimes comes back to back to backfire and bite you in the butt. But if you say yes and, and dive in and you have to research everything and figure it out, you fail. And then you come up with a better solution to something and come up with something that ends up bettering the organization that you're interning for. It's a lot easier for them to want to hire you after. Absolutely. You know, rewind 20 years ago, just getting your degree was enough, right? Like mm-hmm. that was enough to make you stand out. And uh, now, you know, whenever I'm talking to people who are in college and still have time left before they graduate, it's, you know, the, the biggest piece of advice I have for them is you got to get your work experience in as well, because you're going to come out and that degree is required and absolutely essential, but not enough. You know, you got to yeah. have both now. Yeah. Totally. McKenna, tell me a little bit about, we've talked about the importance of, of good mentorship for young careerists and students. Tell me what it is you look for in a mentor and, and in the kind of mentorship you need. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just extremely lucky or what, but I've had some of the best mentors and continue to have those relationships today. Actually, MedMan as a company sets you up with a mentor when you're a new employee. So you um, are teamed up and you with another administrator within the organization and you meet on a a regular basis, basically just to talk through things that you're experiencing within the clinic or any challenges you're having or just um, ways to get advice. And I've been super lucky to have an awesome mentor. Um, Someone, she just, if I bring something to her, she challenges me to think about things from multiple avenues before I make a decision. And then always the next time I talk to her follows up with how it went, what could I have done better? What went well, that sort of thing. And this is somebody that you don't report to and that isn't inside your clinic every day, right? This is uh, your, your mentor. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's important that you find somebody either outside the organization or, or somebody with just a little bit of distance to kind of help bring in fresh eyes or, or not create weird situations where you're sharing something you shouldn't with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. McKenna, tell me a little bit about why you seek out mentorship. What is it about it that impacts your career as much as you think it does? Yeah, I think the biggest reason is that I don't know what I don't know. And I am very confident in the fact that I don't know everything. And so, and I don't typically have an answer to every question that is thrown at you um, during a clinic day. And as most administrators know that you got to make a lot of decisions all the time. And so having a mentor to go back and be available to ask any, ask questions to, and them to make, have you think of things from multiple different uh, perspectives and challenge you to to get outside of your comfort zone. Awesome. When I was just starting my career, McKenna, I, I had lunch with somebody that I consider a, a mentor to this day. 
And what she kind of advised me to do was to put together this little board of directors for the company of Jesse Arnoldson. And so I had people from different walks of life, different organizations, um, but maybe a small one, maybe four or five people, but multiple mentors that I could go Mm -hmm. to and get different perspectives and different advice and try and pull it all together. And they would serve different purposes. If I felt I was really right on something, I needed to go to the person that would challenge my Mm -hmm. opinion. And if I had somebody that I needed for good connections, I, I had that. And I, each of my mentors kind of served a different role. And that's something I've, I've seen in you as well, is that you don't just have one mentor at a time, right? Like there's different people constantly that you surround yourself with that, that constantly are coaching you and, and helping you improve. Yeah, totally. I think if you, I'm a big believer, if you surround yourself with the people that you want to be like, they're going to help you get there a lot faster. Right, right. You're the average of the five people that you hang out with the most, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So put a whole bunch of people around you that are smarter. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that completely. So we've talked about gaining experience while you're in college. We've talked about getting good mentorship. Lastly, what are the things that you do or that you try to avoid? Because you're still an early careerist, uh, you know, what I would consider, consider an early careerist. Mm-hmm. What do you do now to help set yourself apart and to be successful? Yeah, right now I'm still in the I'm still in the stages of saying yes to everything and figuring it out along the way. Right. And I think that's what's helping me learn at a much faster pace than where if I would just stuck in this is my role, this is what I do every day. Yeah. I yeah. love yeah. learning and I love making things simpler and and move more efficient and I so I take that as a challenge all the time of what can I do to make this place better and move things along. I don't think I've ever heard the words, that's not my job or that's not something I want to do uh, come out of your mouth. <laughs> and yeah. So, yeah. And that's given you the chance to see how credentialing works and what mm-hmm. a good compliance structure looks like. And all of these things that you know aren't fun, but you now have a strong foundation for. So just to recap for our listeners, you know, it's not enough just to graduate with a bachelor's degree. If you want to come out in the position, you know, in a position of management or leadership, or at least on track to do that, it requires education and experience when you come out. Second, you've got to find a really strong mentor or strong set of mentors to help coach you along the way. And that's something that we should all have, whether you're an early careerist, middle or late, a late careerist as well. Um, having a, a sort of board of directors of of advisors and mentors is something essential throughout your career. And lastly, you got to say yes to new experiences, right? Good and bad. You've got to learn everything you can in these first few years, not to put yourself in a in a position of be you know burning out the first couple of years, right? We've we've talked a lot about that, but in the spirit of learning new experiences and 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 getting a, a strong foundation for the rest of your career, McKenna. Thank you for coming on. I hope that our listeners can pick up some stuff from this, especially those that, you know, I know we have listeners from Idaho State University and a couple of the other local universities. Hopefully this can be a benefit to them. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks for tuning into the MedMan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's featured guest. For the show notes, transcripts, resources, and everything else MedMan does to help you level up, be sure to visit us at medman.com.